0: Today's Gospel is from Matthew chapter 2. It is the account of the visit of the Magi to worship the King. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the East came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. by another route. The Gospel of the Lord. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, one man's trash is another man's Treasure. You go to a thrift store and you see people's trash, gently used trash, and then it's uh, you know it's almost like if I could just find them when they're dropping it off, I'd get it for free, right? But instead, I go into the trash store and I get these treasures that I'm willing to pay money for, and their trash becomes my treasure. I think it was um, was it Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. I had a red. You all remember my red skinny tie that I was wearing for Christmas Eve. That was a thrift store tie from, like, 2001. I think I even waited until the color code had become, you know, the 50% off day. And then you go, and I'd find a suit, or I'd find, a you know, college days. Three dollars for a suit, you can't argue with that. And um, this, this skinny tie that I wore. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Well, that's true, of economic things where we can assess a value to something and walking through a thrift store you see usable items you see lamps and cookware you have clothes and shoes things that people would generally all agree that we need and all agree that they're good for us to use so You go shopping at a thrift store, you find your gently used items, and you check out. It was somebody else paid more for it, and you paid less, but it's still valuable to you. But what about this? What about things that are possibly valuable in this life, but nobody knows it? Wouldn't that be odd? What if some discovery could be made of a type of rock. We had no idea it was valuable for something, and and it was there in plentiful supply in the middle of Colorado. And then you find out, well, who knew that we were sitting on this gold mine that wasn't gold, but it was something else, and we just had no clue what it was. I thought of this introduction because of how interesting it was to think of wise men as we call them we don't know much about their wisdom as i explained to the kids we don't know much about them at all they're in the bible and then they're out of the bible right they come and they go but for all their wisdom right they certainly didn't know a whole lot For all their wisdom, they still had to be led by a star. They still had to be warned in a dream. They still had to be brought to see who Jesus was. And even in the end, they had to look at Jesus' face. They had to look at a child, I don't know how old, under two years old or something. They had to look in this child's eyes and say, King, knowledge doesn't take you there. Wisdom doesn't take you there. And my point is this that you can have your New Year's like everybody else. You can have your lists of what you're going to do this year that may look very parallel to other people in their self-improvement. I could get up in front of you today, and you may love it if I gave you a five steps to be a better fill-in-the-blank kind of a sermon oh, people love the five steps and you get your pen out and you write down all five and like these three I've never heard of before and that new information and that, that great topic is like, I've wanted to be more stress-free in my 2023. Five steps to t- stress, stress-free, right? I can give it to you. Let's do it. Everybody's talking about that. Everybody wants stress-free. Everybody wants better this. Everybody wants more of the good stuff. The thrift store is filled with stuff on the shelves that everybody knows you need but what is that star doing in your sky? Who put it there and what does it tell you? Now that's what's unique. There's no worship in a thrift store. Most people aren't coming into church, entering a city saying, where's the king? Give me the king, right? And this is easily rubbed off on you, where you don't get all that zealous about a king either. You are here preaching to the choir, right? You're here on a Sunday morning. Now, I don't want to rain on your parade. I am so grateful that you are here. But let's understand the magnitude and the glory and the wonder of our presence together before Jesus. The magnificent miracle that we call faith. This story is so random, isn't it? It's like, how many people live on the planet at that time? Or within... Boy, how many miles could they have come from? If they're from Babylon, if they're from Egypt, if they're from Persia, you know, how many miles is it? If you draw a circle around Jerusalem, okay, I know that the Mediterranean Sea is just a bunch of water, but if you did a bunch of inhabitable land around Jerusalem, and you that outer circle is where the Magi live, how many different people could have had a star show up in their sky? Could have been revealed by God that a king was born in Jerusalem and being drawn to worship him there's something that seems almost random about it and i want to tell you this morning that's a good thing because you could say the magi could be anyone and that's the point the magi could be anyone right could be anyone that could come and worship this king this king isn't exclusive this king isn't like i'm sorry and for these people have a nice life you right that's not what god is about god is about finding the anyone's And that includes every last person that's sitting here today and every last person that lives in our community, doesn't it? So you draw this little circumference, right? And you figure out that anybody could be drawn to this and yet here they come. They have somehow been revealed by God, these random ones are intentionally given a king title affixed to a birth that way. Isn't that a marvel? Their wisdom didn't get there. Their experience didn't get there. If they were some sort of um, servants to a king, people, people can do their word studies, right? And in the Old Testament book of Daniel, Daniel talks about the satraps and the magi, right? The magoi, these magi, and advisors to the king, counselors to the king, not kings themselves, but advisors. And maybe that's what they were. And maybe they knew a thing or two about Kingdoms and kings because of it. And yet, still, it's all a blank slate. It's all a barren thrift store, not knowing what treasure to put in it until that day. That's why Isaiah says, Darkness until this light. But make no mistake about it, that is a light. I'll rise shine your light has come and the glory of the lord has risen upon you make that singular take the application to say god it's not random to you is it the star was put to be recognized The title king was given so that they could bow at the side of a child in honor of a king born. It's God intentionalizing the communication, the the handoff, the, the the great treasure that is there in heaven is now planted into people's hearts in this world, very purposefully, very intentionally, in a way that says loud and clear, I want you so when you see God go shopping You listen to the scripture that says, and it is God who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. He wants the morning star to rise in your heart, as Peter says, right? You are wise, Peter says, to diligently study the scriptures, for by them you have life, and and you, you read them and you focus on them until the morning star rises in your hearts, right? He's recognizing the great... Presence of light coming through the gospel, through the good news of Jesus, into your dark soul that is a barren wasteland of a thrift store with no treasures until that light has come and then it's there. That is such a marvelous thing that God would so treasure you just as he reveals did for the wise men to say I care about you knowing my son I care about you coming now here's where the wrinkle comes into the story because when these magi show up in Jerusalem and they say in the early part of Matthew something we'll see later on they say where's the one born King of the Jews. And what's the sign placed over Jesus' head on the cross? I-N-R-I, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Talk about a bookend. And as they come to worship, to honor, to kneel, to give their gifts to the King of the Jews, how excited is Jerusalem? You don't have any report of the chief priests and teachers of the law who are gathered to King Herod, and they read the passage Bethlehem. And Bethlehem, like, you just pack a little picnic lunch and you make it to Bethlehem, right? It's an easy trip for anybody to make. Does anybody go with them? Does anybody go along? Of course you know the schemes of Herod. We talked about Herod a lot last week. And of course, you're familiar that the chief priests and teachers of the law may have known Scripture, they may have had the wisdom of the Word, so to speak, but their hearts weren't true when it came to sin and darkness. They didn't under, Their thrift store was full, their treasure house was ready, right? Their, the treasures that they had of what is... Jesus would say about them. They had their praise from people. They had their track record in their hearts and minds that they were doing a good job in their relationship with God. So they had all these pluses. They had all these advantages over and above everybody else. They were already a city on a hill in their hearts, right? They were already head and shoulders above where you and I are, who aren't Jewish and haven't kept the law like the Pharisees have kept the law, right? And so they don't go like beggars. They don't go to see the light. In in the darkness, right, they already have enough light in their city. Nobody goes. And I say that to you because that is the way that the world would rub off on you, is to make something sort of cavalier, to kind of say, oh, that's not really sinful, and your conscience doesn't have to bother you if you do this or do that. You don't need to take this seriously. You don't have to care like God's word cares. There's a way that that the preaching you have heard here at Living Savior for 25 years has not changed. And there's a reason for it. Because the word of God targets people that are the same as the Magi and the same as the chief priests and the same as the King Herod's. And those hearts are dark. And we call it what it is. And we see in this example, not everybody goes running to Bethlehem and I have a little introspection to do for my new year. What is my new year all about? Who is honored and worshiped by it? What about your tomorrow? Is this for you and a better you? Should we do some more five-part sermons? I don't know how many parts are in the ones you're getting, okay? (laughs) Should we do some five-part and list off the things to a better this and a better that? Is that where we should go? it all blends together, doesn't it? The trash and the treasure. The world says what you're doing this morning is part of the trash, and it rubs off on you that the real treasure is a me I respect, and so how do I get more respectable? How do I celebrate bigger accomplishments at work? How do I get more recognition for what I'm doing? How do I get more attention from other people, their care and their love? What can they do for me this year? It helps me out. And everything gets all messed up. It's trash. You know what's treasure to God? You are. You know what changes your 2023? light in the darkness. The sermons from the stars always get it right. And they always help you make singular and whole your life. That the one moment of pure joy in Matthew chapter 2 is when they saw the star. They were overfilled with joy. Why? Because it wasn't just a passage, though that's helpful. It wasn't just the what the chief priest talked about and Herod in his deceptive way saying, come and let me know about him so I can worship him too. It wasn't the shove in the back they were getting to Bethlehem by people. It was a star that God lit to direct and guide them to their Savior's side. God, you lit a star to me. And I declare to you today that if you hear the name Jesus as light in your darkness, make no mistake from suit and the self of a pastor. That is a star your sky and your 2023 is now fashioned in the little fill in the blank where the magi give their gifts and kneel by his side and they go back home having been warned by god who protected them from being part of herod's murderous scheme he protected their faith and he sent them home in worship. What was that like? How are their lives changed, these wise men? Did they empty their pockets? Did they empty out the thrift store and say, get rid of this, I don't need that. I don't!" This wisdom is nothing. This is nothing. We had a star who led us and we saw the babe who is the king, our king for our salvation from God. And when they changed their 2023, didn't it? Wouldn't it for you? Doesn't it for you? Please, celebrate with me the fact that light is in your life today and in your ears today. And think about what 2023 can be in the light of Christ That for him, you can make your plans. That at work, you can serve your Lord. That you don't have to separate all these things out into some new and improved me and then Christianity on the side. This is the mashup of god intervening in my world god calling me to be his child god putting the star in the sky that i may see and be in the know to say i am loved by god i am saved in jesus and he aims to king my whole life forever god be praised by what i think God, be praised by the influence I have on my friends and my neighbors and my coworkers. God, be praised by the things I say as I encourage people and don't tear them down. God, be praised by my positivity where people can't find positivity. God, be praised by my strength where they only see weakness. God, be praised by what I say about death for those who die in the Lord when everybody else has nothing in the bank. Nothing on the shelf. Everything is there in this one treasure. The world may call it trash and they're going to try to influence you to think about how valuable what we have is. You know better that star is from God. You have seen it. And it fills your heart with joy. Now go, live your new life in Christ. And God is praised by that. Amen.